Hey, what's up? It's Don Jameson from That Metal Show. Um, I've been on Talk To Me. Why haven't you? You know why? Because you're listening right now. Keep it loud. Keep it proud. Keep it girthy. Hey, uh, Josh. Hey, what's up, Don? Hey, man. Apologies. It's been a crazy day. Hey, uh, no, no, no apologies needed, man. It's all good. I've been uh, I've been literally on the phone since noon, nonstop. So, <laughs> well, great. Hopefully, I can ask you the same question you've been asked all day. I hope you can, because I, I, you know, after about twenty-five phone calls, I finally have some reasonable <laughs> answers. Now. Nice. Well, shit. Now I got to step my game up. I didn't know I was in the. Uh, I didn't know it was press junket day. Yeah, but it's all good, man. It's um, obviously I'm, I'm super excited. So uh, and you know, you and I have done this many times before. So uh, you know, we'll just wing it and have fun. Well, cool, cool. Well, um, yeah, I'll just go ahead and get into it since uh, I get. Do you have interviews after me too? Yeah. Oh man, fun day for you. Happily, you know, uh, we we broke the top ten on the, the iTunes comedy charts. So uh, that's what this is all about. You know, getting the word out and. And reaching people, and uh, I'm excited that people are digging it and 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 picking up the album. And uh, I guess I'm actually now considered a sellout uh, <laughs> since I'm in the top ten. So yeah, you're a poser now, right? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not real metal comedy. Yeah, real metal comedy would be like black metal comedy, where you can't even understand what you're saying and real high pitched and trebly. You know, that's <laughs> not a bad idea, dude. <laughs> black metal comedy. Yeah, you could just record every, record everything on cassette tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I draw the line at uh, burning down churches. Yeah. Like I got you. Know, I'll light up a few sparklers in front of one, but I'm not going to burn them down. Maybe a nativity scene or something, or a gingerbread house or something. Yeah, I mean, I'll light off some fireworks, maybe, and you know, throw them in the bushes. But uh, yeah, the, the burning stuff is a little. Little intense. Any any new news on the uh, on the whole that metal front? Um, I know Eddie had heard from our producer recently uh, by email, and he wants to meet with him. I guess he, he you know he changed agents, and it's so. I, I mean, I don't have any you know solid news, but it, but it's it's still out there in the world, and and while there's still people who have a uh, on our end for sure who have a, a passion to to continue doing it. Um, you know we're gonna keep fighting. Well, let's just jump into jump into some other stuff here. So the 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 main guitar riff on this was uh, is Dave Mustaine, correct? Yeah, I um you know I've had great guitar players on my other albums, including Bumblefoot and Vinnie Moore, and uh, I'd seen Dave recently at the Revolver Awards, and he was nice enough to uh, extend uh, an offer if I needed anything. You know, with my new album, he would help me out and. I don't know if he was expecting to hear from me, but <laughs> I did email him, and he was cool enough to um, donate a riff to me, and I'm I'm thrilled to have him. That's very cool. And did uh, he donate any beer to you? Um, he's I'm drinking his beer, but I haven't I haven't had one donated. Uh, when I went to when they toured this last time around with uh, Amon Amarth and Suicidal, uh, I hung with him for a while, but um, the beer hadn't been out yet, so we, we had to just enjoy some Coronas. Nice. Yeah, I went, I went and bought, a, a four, I guess, a four-pack the other day. It wasn't bad, actually. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's different. You know, it's unique and, and sort of, 
you know, uh, packs a punch, kind of like the band. Very cool. And then we'll uh, also, Dave Ellison, I saw that you were at uh, one of the grand openings of his coffee uh, coffee shop. So, I mean, tell me about that and how you got involved in that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's, it's uh, you know, there's two members of Megadeth who uh, brew something that I like to drink in the morning. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, I same thing, man. I saw you know David also at the Revolver Awards, and uh, first thing I asked him was about his coffee, you know. Um, and he's like, you know, I'm gonna open a shop in Minnesota in April, and I go, God, you know, I'm gonna be playing a comedy club out your way, and if it works out date wise, um, and you you know, you need my services, let me know, and you know free of charge i'll come down and, and uh perform do whatever you need so he took me up on it it all worked out and went down there and, and the coffee really is great and uh we we took the fans to um a cemetery um the loon lake cemetery which kind of was the inspiration for the song M- mary jane by megadeth because it's the folklore is there's a, a a witch that was buried alive there by her father um named mary jane it, it's not really true but that's you know that was what everybody believed who grew up in that area. So we had a real fun day, man. Yeah, it was cool seeing the photos of you and Dave and uh, even Tom Hazar, too. All three of you have been on the podcast before, so I was like, oh, look at that little nice meeting of the uh, Talk To Me Minds over there. <laughs> yeah, and you, and you know what what great guys both both of them, uh, those gentlemen are. So uh, it was a killer day. Um, it was a lot of traveling that day. I had a show back in Minneapolis, but um, it, it was super fun, and uh, you know, again, just uh, those guys have just been super great to me, and I, I really appreciate it. So, with the new album, Communication Breakdown came out today. I believe this interview. I'm going to go ahead and throw it up tomorrow, so so it'll be a uh, you know uh, out with the yeah. new with the new uh, with, with all the hype now. Um, kind of, what's the plan now? I mean, are, are do you does does a comedian tour it like a like an actual album cycle, or or what do you do now? Well, that's the thing when you, a band, you know, they put out a new album and so they want to play the new songs live and, you know, people want to hear the new songs live with comedy. It's like now I got to start over again because once you have the album, you know, the magic is kind of lost, you know, once you know what the punchlines are. So I'm on the right now I'm on the uphill climb to develop a new hour of material, you know, to uh, to to be able to go out and tour on. So I'll, I'll be, you know, hitting all, all my usual spots this summer. I got a couple of things planned. I'm doing Rock on the Range again. Uh, I might go back out on the road with Faster Pussycat like I did last summer. So, you know, lots of things happening. Uh, but, yeah, just, again, excited about today. Uh, you know, I recorded this in December, so it's been a long time coming, and I'm glad it's finally out. You know, I've always wondered about that with with comedians and they talk about, you know, when they put their album out, they have to pretty much scrap all of that material and move on. And to me, I think that I think it's almost like a good a good bit is almost like a good song. And and I've gone to see Bill Burr and I've gone to see, you know, Tracy Morgan and all those guys. And and like if they actually just, you know, threw in a couple of their latest uh, bits off of the last album, I don't I don't see that as as much of a problem as uh, I feel comedians say it is. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's not all going to happen overnight. So, you, yes, there's always going to be overlap. But, you know, uh, and I do appreciate when people request certain of their favorites, you know, and if I remember them, I'll do them. But, um, yeah, it's just a little different that way in terms of, uh, of touring with comedy uh, as, as opposed to the band. But, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, I'm back at it again. And Florentine's in the same boat. He just released a special. So he and I last night were doing a gig together and. 
I go, uh, I'm doing all new stuff tonight. He's like, yeah, me too. Uh, you know, so we took took notes on each other's new material. Nice. And speaking of Florentine, man, my uh, my uh, I had the the album promo, but since it came out today, uh, listening to it at work, I listened to it on Spotify. And after the album is over, you know, Spotify kind of kicks you into. Hey, here's some other stuff Don Jameson has done, and it kicked me into some of the uh, terrorizing the telemarketer stuff. And oh my god, like I had not—I don't know why I hadn't listened to it before, but it—it it, I was literally at work, like cracking up with my earbuds in, and everyone around me is like, "What is? What's going on?" <laughs> you know. So, uh, man, such good stuff. Well, yeah, I appreciate that, and you know, Florentine and I. Um, yeah, we have six volumes of, of CDs where we just torture telemarketers. And, you know, I got to say, man, you know, between that metal show and, and being able to release comedy albums on Metal Blade and and torturing telemarketers for uh, for a living, God bless America. <laughs> Greatest country on the planet. <laughs> with, with it coming out, I mean, is it the best way to support this? Would it be to go to Metal Blade and buy the physical copy? Are you, are, are you just kind of like throwing it out there? And if you want to listen to it on Spotify, that's cool. How are, how are you wanting people to support this? Um, no, I mean, any, any way is the right way, you know, other than stealing. So, um, <laughs> you know, download, it's, uh, you know, 80% of the business is downloads. I, obviously, I like the physical copy of anything because you know i also put time into the packaging you know my cd the front cover is my 1988 uh college yearbook photo where i kind of have a feathery mullety <laughs> sean cassidy you know business in the front party in the back look <laughs> and i think uh you know and that's i mean I, I like that stuff you know and you miss that stuff if you don't if you just download tracks off itunes but hey look the kids will be kids <laughs> Yes, they will. Um, I'll go ahead and leave you with this. I'll go ahead and cut this one short because I know you're running on running. Uh, you're running behind got, on time, stuff like that. But uh, I got time for Josh. <laughs> I do appreciate it. Uh, I know you're a big football fan. Are, are you a Giants fan? I'm a Jets fan, oh, actually. Well, that's good so too. Now, you know where you know where a lot of my anger comes from now. <laughs> so with the uh, the NFL schedule being released yesterday, did you did you like every other NFL fan go and you know like win loss win loss and the Jets are going to go like fourteen and two. No, because because it's the same exact thing every year. We're either going to be six and ten or ten and six. There's <laughs> there's really no middle ground. Oh man, that's so funny, man. My wife, she's very fair weather when it comes to this stuff. And for a couple of seasons, uh, she was a Jets fan because of uh, Mark Sanchez. So, well, he yes, he he not only well he got us. Look, he got us almost to the Super Bowl, and, and he's dreamy on top of it. So. Um, I never thought I'd pine for the days uh, of Mark, Mark Sanchez, but uh, considering we have no quarterback this year, um, yeah, I would, would not mind having uh, the dreamboat back on my team. <laughs> the glory days of Mark Sanchez and Chad Pennington. <laughs> yeah, well, Chad was actually a great quarterback. Unfortunately, he was made of glass, yes. so uh, yeah, that was that was tough. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it all fuels the rage that goes into doing these comedy CDs. I actually went back and listened to our last interview just to make sure I didn't uh, miss anything on this one. But we kind of brought up um, you, you know, you possibly doing your own podcast, something like that in the future. Um, after that interview, I'd heard a little bit more rumblings about you maybe doing something. Is there is there still something in the works? Well, something I'm doing now that I'm really having fun with because there's no pressure, but um, I've been doing this um, website called Blonde and Crossbones, and it's myself and uh, Juliet Huddy, 
uh, formerly of Fox News. And, and you wouldn't, wouldn't think if, if you've ever seen her or, you know, just knowing Fox News um, that they would have any metalheads, uh, you know, uh, in, in their world. But uh, she's the real deal. And she started this website just out of her love for hard rock and metal. And so her and I have been uh, doing band interviews and it's been really a lot of fun. You know, I miss doing my interviews with Eddie and Jim, um, but it's it's kind of exciting, too, to now develop a, a chemistry with somebody new. Uh, I have no idea where she's ever going to come from with a question, whereas, you know, Jim and Eddie, we kind of had we kind of had a rhythm together. We kind of knew what each other were going to say. So we've done some pretty good ones. The last one we did was with Ice-T. Um, from Body Count, and uh, that was a really great one. So, yeah, people could check out some of my new stuff at Blonde and Crossbones. And uh, for anything else, you know, go to my website, tednugent.com. <laughs> Pornhub.com slash Don Jameson. Well, listen, if that metal show doesn't get picked up uh, shortly, I-, I may have to go back into the world of porn. <laughs> back into the world great uh well thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time today don uh, we'll have to do this again and maybe you know obviously do a longer form interview like we did last time but uh i definitely wanted to get in the mix and uh, support your new album and and look i you know i want to support you as well and i hope um all your listeners are supporting the fact that we're still doing this all these years later it means you're doing something right and uh, just i always appreciate your support man so thank you all right don have a good rest of your day you, you too, brother. Have a good weekend. So we got to be allowed a few cocktails in this lifetime. You know what I'm saying, bro? No, I'll tell you a funny drinking story, and I swear this is 100% true. And what's cool is, man, you guys are always so nice and gracious after comedy shows. You want to buy the comedians drinks, and we appreciate that. But I always say the same thing. Uh, if someone offers to buy me a drink, I say, um, I'll take six Miller Lights. Because <laughs> about three times out of ten, I get it. It's like asking for anal sex, you know what I mean? So I go to this movie premiere party, and the star of the movie is the actor Kiefer Sutherland. We all know Kiefer Sutherland in here, right? into the party, Kiefer Sutherland himself walks into the room with his girlfriend and they're all dressed up, they're saying hi to people, so I said to my buddy who invited me, I go, hey, can you introduce me to him? He goes, yeah, no problem, hey, Kiefer, come over here, this is my buddy, uh, Don Jameson, he co-hosts that metal show, and sometimes he plays in Cuyahoga Falls, <laughs> he's big like that. Kiefer Sutherland just looks at me and goes, I never heard of that metal show, he's ossified drunk. He's New Year's Eve, your bachelor party, and St. Patrick's Day. All rolled up into one drunken lost boy. He had so much alcohol in his breath when he breathed on me, he bleached my fucking hair. And his girlfriend was just as hammered, and she passed out in a chair five minutes into the party, so I was just like, um, okay, yeah, that's cool, man. You never heard of that metal show, but I know you love rock music. I know you're in a band. I know you have a record company. And he goes, yeah, that's right, man. You know what? You're the only dude I ever talked to who didn't ask me about the Lost Boys or 24. I'm going to the bar. What do you want to drink? I'll take six Miller Lights. I'm laughing. My buddy's laughing. A minute later, somebody's tapping me on the shoulder. I turn around. There's Kiefer Sutherland handing me Miller Lights. One after the other, like some alcoholic relay race. He's drinking scotch out of a pint glass, straight up. 
Every five minutes, he would look at his girlfriend and go, love of my life. And she's like, she's drooling. She's got a cocktail straw stuck to her face. We're holding a mirror over her mouth to see if it fogs up. He was so hammered. I talked to him for 45 minutes. I have no idea what this guy said to me. It was like talking to Lou Ferrigno with a toothache. Stephen Hawking would have been a better conversationalist than this guy. So we get to the end of the night, he goes, I gotta get out of here, man. I go, oh, it's nice to meet you, I'm a big fan. And he goes to give me the bro shake, right? You know, you know when you shake your bro's hand and you pull him in? And I swear to God, this is true. He pulls me in and he starts kissing my neck. And I'm looking over my shoulder like, get a picture. Call TMZ, bitch. I thought maybe he really is a lost boy. Maybe he is a vampire, I didn't know. I get home that night, my girlfriend at the time is sleeping over. I try to slip in quiet so I don't wake her up. 30 seconds later, this is what I hear. Don, what's that mark on your neck? Man, I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, what am I talking about? You come home four in the morning, reeking of six Miller lights. I want to know who you were with tonight. Honey, you're probably not going to believe this, but Jack Bauer gave me a hickey tonight. I always dreamed of hooking up with a famous person. I just didn't know it was gonna be one with a penis and a drinking problem. Hey, it could have been worse. I could have met Bill Cosby that night, so. 